Have you ever dreamed of what life would be like if you were financially free? Yeah, me too. Which is why despite having three children under the age of four and working full time, I decided to start an online business. However, I was not prepared for the chaos starting a business would wreak on my life. I lost sight of the things that were most important to me. The result? I was stressed, overwhelmed, and exhausted with nothing to show for it. I was ready to call it quits. When I realized something, when I keep the most important things in my life stable, that is when I thrive. Now I'm on a mission to inspire other amazing women to do the same. But the real question is, how do we do it? Join me on my journey as I build my financially freeing business using today's top marketing strategies while keeping stability in my home, family, and mind. My name is Johanna Buss, and this is the Stable Mama Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Stable Mama Podcast. Today, we have an amazing guest with us. Her name is Regina Galbinas. She has worked the past 17 years as a life and business strategist. She has worked with over 100 companies, each generating anywhere from two to 20 million in gross annual revenue. Her objective was to teach the CEO and management how to properly navigate each aspect of all areas within their company. Her function has been to reorganize the CEO themselves, basically taking the driver's seat and teaching the CEO how to run and grow their company correctly, improving their cash flow. Recently, her key focus has shifted from helping reorganize companies to helping CEOs and entrepreneurs avoid those mistakes and decisions that will ultimately take them down the path of financial chaos and catastrophic failure. Regina's true passion lies in helping companies grow correctly to ensure long-term success and profitability, and to inspire and guide the CEOs and entrepreneurs to achieve their absolute highest potential. I am so excited you are here. Welcome. Thank you. Thrilled to be here. Thank you so much. Well, honestly, very interesting introduction. I cannot wait to learn more about you. But we have a tradition here on the Stable Mama podcast, and the very first thing we ask is, how do you do it? How do you keep stability in your life, your family, your home as you build your business? And the biggest thing is uh, really self-care. And, uh, you know, I, I had to learn in the hard way by not taking care of myself and then everything else because it wasn't enough of me to go around, so to speak, because I didn't take care of myself. Everything eventually kind of just crumbles at your feet. It really does. So self-health care is the biggest one. So at this point, I read scripture every morning. I'm very connected to God, very connected spiritually. Meditate, exercise, even if it's something basic. I pretty much watch what I eat. I mean, I'll, I'll splurge and, and, you know, things sometimes, but for the most part, I'm careful what, what I put into my body. So I know that if I'm taking care of myself, there's just going to be more of me to give to the tasks and the responsibilities and to my clients. So self-care is it. I love that. And it's something as a mom that we really struggle with in general. Yes, because we feel guilty. I'm a mom myself. I've got two, two daughters. I mean, they're 22 and 15, but you know, the role of a mom never stops. And I've raised them uh, as a single parent pretty much uh, for the last 12 years. We, we feel guilty giving ourselves time for self-care. I used to feel really guilty, you know, going to get a massage or even uh, going away for 30 minutes to read a book. I mean, the guilt was huge until I realized that if I'm not okay, neither are my daughters or anybody else around me. So we have a lot of guilt as, as moms. I don't know if dads have the same amount of guilt. Uh, moms definitely have massive amounts of guilt when we take time for ourselves. That, that's a fact. Being a mom 
a wife, uh, whether you're a single mom, uh, but being a parent with kids, uh, we as women tend to be not very forgiving to our own, to ourselves. Uh, I, I think it's important to allow ourselves time if we need time. I think it's important to uh, uh, give ourselves grace, especially when we're starting to run a business, to be kind to ourselves. And uh, like I said, to forgive ourselves when something doesn't work out the first time, because usually it doesn't, and that's okay. That, that, that's the process of starting a business, running a business. But I, as, as a mom, whether I was married mom or single mom, I know the guilt that goes into, especially when you're trying to run a business. So give yourself grace. It's okay. It's okay. The kids are going to be okay. If you, you know, if you focus on business more on yourself, give yourself a few extra minutes, uh, be kind to yourself during the process. Building a business is not an easy process. Anybody who said that it's easy, either lying or never had to do it themselves. And uh, just give yourself grace and be kind to yourself. I mean, I think it's super important. Thank you. I love that. And I know that's something that's an area I need to work on in, in my life as well. Well, thank you for answering our big question. Now let's hear more about that amazing business of yours. Well, I, I'm exceptionally, I'm extremely passionate about uh, being of service to people, helping people. And I've always known since I was, uh, since I was young that I was created, God made me for a purpose. Like that wasn't an, un that was not an unknown to me. I, the unknown part of that was where my sub, where, where do I fit in being of service? What, what does that mean in my life? So I was extremely restless until I found myself in helping in corporate organization. And then I it kind of, the pieces kind of clicked. So to, so I found myself in helping all these CEOs, you know, restructure, reorganize, keeping the, the businesses open, keeping the, the employment going, keeping the marriages together because financial chaos in a company for the CEO creates a lot of chaos in a household, which is, we all know money can cause a lot of issues and divorces and stresses and around financial, you know, pressures, things like that. So I'm extremely passionate just about helping people and, and really found myself doing that with helping entrepreneurs and CEOs, whether we organize their business or grow them correctly. But that is where my heart is. That is, that is the fabric of my life. So that is the, the heartbeat of my company, helping people. I love that. I love that. Your passion, it just, it flows. I really like it. Now, our listeners, we're, we're mainly in the startup phase of our business. So if you, I know you've been in, in business for 17 years, and that's incredible. But if you could remember back in the beginning, what was it like starting your company? Well, I worked with a mentor at the very, very beginning. I actually worked with a mentor for a very long time. The most challenging part was, you know, I was only 24. I'm 41 now. So I was only 24 when I started the challenging part was learning the responsibility of, of a business, learning the responsibility of other people's businesses. Although I knew I plugged into my purpose and my mission for my life, but it wasn't all easy. It comes, you know, taking care of people comes with a lot of responsibilities. So uh, the, big, the, the biggest challenge for me was learning to be responsible, learning to be respectful to uh, my responsibilities and learning to navigate the scheduling of, uh, of my life. Because at that time I was still married. I had a husband. 
I mean, I, I, I divorced when I was 29. So that, that was a whole different set of challenges afterwards. But the biggest challenge when you start a business is time management and the responsibility of a business itself. You know, it is not, it is not easy. Business is not for the weak of heart. You know, a lot of people say, I want to, I want to start a business, uh, and I'm just going to stay home and, and do maybe, I'm, I don't know. I, I've met people who think there is uh, less work than it actually is. Uh, so time management, self-care, understanding of the responsibility of having a business uh, at the same time as being a wife, at the same time as being a mother, at the same time as being a woman, at the same time as being a friend. So all of it together was the biggest challenge because we're, although we're one person, there's a lot of moving parts in our life, a lot of pieces to it. So the biggest challenge is making it a cohesive thing that works and moves in one direction at the same time, not all over the place. All right. I think I'm still in the phase where everything is still moving in a different direction, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I'm slowly getting there. Now, what advice would you have for people like me that are still trying to get everything to fit together? The best tool that I use on a daily basis, and this is what I have all my clients do, and if I work in groups, the same thing, a daily checklist. You must have a daily checklist of things to do. I prefer to get my done at night, so I kind of have my day prepared before it starts, so to speak. If not, then first thing in the morning, uh, a daily checklist of things to do, absolutely. Because here's what a checklist allows you to do. As moms especially, we have so many distractions, right? We're being pulled in a million different directions, moms, wives, sisters, I don't care, but we, anybody, if you're, especially if you're trying to build a business and you have a family, you're being pulled into a million directions at the same time. Having a solid checklist for the day, just like you should have your goals for five years, for one year, for a month, having a solid checklist for the day, every time you get distracted, it's easy to pick up where you left off. It's not, you don't have to think about where did I stop? What's going on? What do I have to get done? Now, a checklist is a, it's very organic and evolves every single moment because you keep thinking of other things. You keep adding it, adding it. So it's not like you do it and it's set in stone and nothing else gets on the list. You add things to it, of course, but having a checklist is the same as having a roadmap. So if I'm in California and I'm going to get in a car and drive to New York, I better have a map guiding me how to get there, right? Daily checklist is the same. That is my absolute sanity every single day and has been for the last 17 years. Wow. Actually, now that you say that, there's days that I have checklists and there are days that I don't. And the ones that I do, they really do go so much smoother. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because you have a structure. Life needs order. Life needs a structure. And also for those of you that are starting, you know, getting in a place where you're starting to get a business, I suggest you first fine tune the processes in your life where it has a structure, because if you don't have it in your personal life, it's not going to be in your business. And the difference is business, it's going to be even much more financially expensive for you if you don't have a structure and a set checklist on a daily basis, because now you're starting to bleed money at that point if you don't have a structure in your business and a checklist gives you structure and gives you a solid foundation. So you're not wondering what do I need to do in my business today? When you get up, you, you walk through the door and you know exactly what needs to get done because you have a list of things to do. I love that. I love that a lot. Now you mentioned that you started this business, you were married, you were raising your babies and then you got divorced. How did 
your business or your life changed with, with uh, becoming a single parent? Uh, you know, I, I, I eliminated one chaos out of my life, which was my ex-husband and created a new one by becoming a hundred percent, uh, legally, physically, and financially responsible for two small kids, uh, both in different schools. They're seven years apart. So they're always in different schools, different sets of activities, different this, different that, while I'm trying to help anywhere from seven to 12 companies because I work nationwide, nationwide on a daily basis. So it was uh, chaos at its highest, to say the least, because my divorce was extremely painful, complicated, and drag on for three years. So that didn't help. But more, I pressed more into the things I knew that work, which was taking care of myself. I stopped for some point because the divorce was so devastating. It was very difficult to breathe some days, but I had to at some point take care of my kids and provide so I had to get back on a horse, so to speak. And the way I did that was going back to self-care. The way I did that was me starting to make a checklist every single day. The way I did that is putting my, my life and my work into a very tight box with not a lot of room for, not a lot of wiggle room because I wanted to put myself in a confined environment, so to speak, uh, mentally of things that I must do. It did not allow me room for self-pity or, uh, or wasting time or anything of that nature, if that makes sense. I put myself into a very strict diet for, for my life in every aspect of my life. I hope that makes sense to the audience. It does. And I like that you use the term diet because you can see how you, you're very specific with, with how you are. I like that. Okay. Very interesting. Yeah. I was very curious about that because I know even raising kids, having a family now with my husband, building a business has been extremely difficult. Add mm. being a single, signal mo- I can never say that word, single mother on top of it. And I just, I can't imagine how it affects you know, everything. I have to tell you, um, I do believe that everything in life uh, comes down to one thing, uh, a, a choice. I think everything in life comes down to a choice. I know as human beings, we like to have uh, a, a laundry list of a million things as to why we do things or don't do things, or they work out, they don't work out, how we do them, how we don't do them. You know, we can, we can line item everything to death if we want to. That's just human nature. But because my personality is very kind of black and white for the most part, in my mind, it's what, what do you choose? Do you want your business or do you not? That's the first choice. If you've chosen you don't want to do your business, that's okay. I could have said, I don't want to do this. I, don't want, to go, I want to go get a job and that's what I want to do because I don't want the stress of a business. And that, that would have been okay. That would have been a choice. But if once I decided that I want a different life for myself and my children because I was made for a different life, then I had to function within that choice. I had to hold myself responsible to the choice that I made. And be having a business comes with a set of responsibilities. If you wanted to succeed, obviously. Yes, exactly. Now, I love in your bio, you talk about um, efficiencies and processes. And how would you recommend as we get started building our business? What kind of, where should we start building these, these efficiencies and these processes? So first and foremost, you have to know where, what you're trying to achieve and where you're going, right? Otherwise, you're going in circles. Uh, number two, also, which I think is important, allow your vision to evolve as you move forward. 
in terms of processes, I would outline, so I'm starting a business uh, of this specific nature, uh, whatever the nature of the business is. I would bullet point normally what is the minimum, absolute minimum you need in order to start moving the needle forward and in order to start monetizing the absolute minimum you need and then build the process. So maybe that's a, that's a, you need somebody to run to help you with bookkeeping. A lot of people put books on the back burner, bad idea. You need to know where you're at every single moment in your business, especially when you're just starting out. And when you're starting out, you're putting your personal money into the business. You need to know how much is there every single day. You need to look at it. It has, a, it has a yield to it. Psychologically, it means a lot for you to see your numbers as a business owner, especially when you're starting out. So put the processes. So make a list. I need bookkeeping. I need marketing. I need uh, a sales structure, whatever. But make it at the minimum. A lot of people have noticed when they start a business, they say, I need a 50000 marketing budget. And until I have it, I can't start a business. Like, don't, don't get carried away. Start with the bare bones, the skeleton of the company, and then build the system around that. So the first, know where you're going, then bullet point the, the departments or the areas you absolutely need. So obviously you cannot be without sales. So that's number one. Perhaps you can be, I mean, you can be without marketing. Then you decide, do you do organic marketing, which may take longer, but more beneficial and more profitable long-term, or do you go, uh, paid advertising, paid marketing. Okay. I need bookkeeping. Is it something I can do now? Is it something I have to, I, I have to contract out to somebody else. So, bare bones of the company listed out and then decide what you need around it. Is it something you can do or is it something you need to sub out? And if you need to sub out, then uh, get people on board to help you do it. Now, a lot of people, when you start a business, I know that people don't have the cost that the finances to hire people for certain areas. I always tell people, first of all, as an entrepreneur, you need to give yourself time to work on the company, not in the company. If you're working in the company, doing your books, doing all your marketing, doing all your website, you're never going to build a business. It is not possible because you're working on the line items, not on the big picture. It's just, it's just how it is. It's not possible. You can't do everything, especially as a mom. And especially if you have kids, not possible. You can find people that will either trade services with you or will take more money as a pay later so you can say hey work with me for three or six months help me get this off the ground i will pay you time and a half what you normally charge later you see what i'm saying you negotiate you can always negotiate anything and everything with the right people as long as it's a win-win i think i gave you a really long uh, version of the answer and i crammed some extra stuff into it so but i think it's important for people to know don't try to do everything yourself. You can't. It's not possible to grow a business if you're touching 50 areas of it on a daily basis and negotiate with people. People sometimes will give you maybe more time for more money later or will help you out or trade with you. People will always negotiate it. I see it every single day. Wow, that's actually exactly what I needed to hear from my business personally today. So thank you very much. You're welcome. I really enjoyed this interview. I think you gave us a lot of great insight into self-care and starting processes in our business and just in general, I really enjoyed this interview. Um, where can people find more about you? Normally, my, uh, either my website, just uh, reginagulbinas.com, just my first and last name, uh, .com, or my personal uh, Facebook profile. I'm 
honestly, everybody finds me through there nowadays. They reach out and uh, we get on the phone and then we, you know, move forward. Well, thank you again so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. And I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening. If you liked today's episode, could you please take a minute to rate and review my show? It would mean the world to me. Also, let me know if you have any questions or if there's something in particular that you're struggling with so that we can cover it in future episodes. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. Remember, progress is being just 1% better today than you were yesterday. You got this, mama. See you on the next episode.